You are listening to the Claim of Throne Blodgecast. This is episode 96. Uh, We are back from our Japanese tour and I've just edited together a little bit of stuff that I recorded throughout the tour. It's pretty disjointed. Don't remember where half of it came from unless we actually say it in the recordings. But yeah, it's essentially just whip out the phone, start recording. Um, Yeah, so hopefully you enjoy it. If not, whatever, that's just the way it goes. Would have been nice to bring some sort of a tour rig for a podging but yeah we decided to just do the phone thing because carrying around a laptop and mics and stuff is pretty annoying on tour so yeah a few little things in there a few little music tips a lot of shit talking and a lot of talking about shit so hope you enjoy it and i'll talk to you at the end of the episode you're listening to the claim the throne blogcast coming on you with insights into what it's really like to be on a bus on a great eastern highway in perth on the way to the airport, um, just heading there to meet with Cabba and Jesse, catch a Qantas flight, free drinks, I hope, um, and get in tonight and meet with Razor Ray, of course, and Dyson ahead of our tour with Winter Sun. So this is the Aussie Lake and it is just beginning. So we'll check in again at various points throughout the next week or so and this will become part of a little tour diary hope you bloody enjoy it so i just got off the bus uh, i know that's highly uninteresting to everyone but it's actually a tour tip um, because i don't have any leave left at work i have to leave work and come straight to the airport rather than taking a day off to pack and do all that stuff so yeah spent last night packing late taking all my clothing and stuff and my carry-on to work and then yeah thought well I could easily get an uber or something but instead I jumped on a bus and it took me all the way from the city to the airport for like less than four dollars which I think is pretty cool it was super convenient didn't have to think about anything and yeah here I am right on time waiting for these suckers to rock up and as soon as they do I'll try and suss out an airport trolley I wish Dyson was here goddamn and yeah help them check and load in which should be pretty cool because we've got heaps of baggage being on Qantas and being APRA members we've got uh, I don't know some phenomenal amount of pieces I think three each maybe that we can have up to 32 kilos so there is no way we're going to max that out Uh, in terms of funniness I'm walking around here looking like I'm on the phone phone up to my ear but I'm actually crapping onto myself right now so yeah no one thinks I'm a freak but I'm actually being extremely freaky right now so anyway these guys are probably here soon so i'm gonna go and find them all right so i'm here with my friends jesse and cabba who have just got some sort of food and drink jesse accidentally got a wine and we already got her a cocktail that's probably good news isn't it yeah very good news i have 20 minutes to drink my red wine and my orange juice easy done can we say cheers for the first drink of the tour please do Cheers. Four drinks, three people. Yay. Off to a good start. Did I get awesome. everybody? I think so. Did Pretty I get everybody? There's only two of us. <laughs> Tour tip number one, if you get extra baggage on uh, Qantas or Virgin with the musician's allowance, make sure you print out your uh, confirmation because they never have it saved behind the counter. Tour tip number two, when you're picking up your bandmate from school and work, <laughs> <laughs> don't get changed in the car park. At a high school, yeah. looking dodgy in a you black. You will end up on the pedophile register. <laughs> <at> <laughs> senior high school. 
probably shouldn't have said the name of the school then. Can you beat that out? <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to get changed into these jeans at my desk, but the um, I thought, oh, I better not just in case something happens. And then when I got back in, the big, big boss was there taking a tour through, and they would have seen my winky if I'd got it out then and there. Oh, you did your redo. <laughs> yeah. Um, tool tip number two, don't bring a laptop, is that what you said? Yeah. Tool Use tip. this phone. So the idea here is that I will just record little snippets here and there every now and again. Chat to Ray, chat to Daisy. I know, chat to some other prick if they talk to me. Yeah. And yeah, stitch it up at the end. That is a pod, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I hate getting the explosive um, check thing when you go through the... Oh, yeah. It pisses oh. me off every time. And Would then that guy's trying to make small chat. Not good. But if you're being nice to them, then they're less likely to be annoying. That's true. That's I'd, what I do. I suck up to them. It's obvious we're going on tour, but I hate telling them, like, what are you up to? Like, I don't want to talk about a tour with people baking who work cookies. at the airport. Yeah, baking cookies. Reading a book. Mm. Did you guys bring a book to read on the planes? No, so, I should have. No. The airport sell books. Rip off. Yeah, just like this beer, $13 a point. I know, what the fuck? Not even WA beer, or is it? Matilda Bay. Matilda Bay. Oh, okay. Totally is WA beer. I feel like I won today. I think so, you have. Yeah. Well, man, we'll talk about a start like. to a trip. A quiche, a chips, two alcoholic drinks. And 20 minutes to finish it all. Cocktail tastes pretty good, like orange juice. Like ice cream. Like ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Um, you going to drink on the plane? Quantum's free drinks, eh? After a certain I'm time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm fucking definitely drinking. Yeah, me too. I, I was, said I wasn't, but same, I am. Same <laughs> I always say I'm not, and I do. Yeah, we're rocking at 12. Apparently, you know how we're not drinking when we get there? Yeah. Yeah. Ray's figured out all the late night bars in Melbourne on a Wednesday night. Oh, shit. Of course he has. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's I'm cool. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm off the booze anyway, so yeah. I'll probably just have one or two when I get there. Yeah, cool. Uh, you're getting up early for breakfast, right? Yeah. That's confirmed. Mm-hmm. What time? I have to be at some joint at 7.30. Oh. That's okay. I thought it was five. It's five. <laughs> it gets earlier every time we tell the story. No, it's ten. Well, it's five per time. Ten minutes walk from the hotel. No, oh, so get up at quarter past seven. Yeah. No, I can do that. Maybe I will come. Jam at 12. It's going to be ruthless, eh? I think Dicey can drive us there in his van. So we'll have to try and figure out how to get there. Yeah. We're mm. just probably straight from there to the venue. If we can load in, it'll be yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It's so yeah. hectic, eh? It is. So awesome, though. Oh, uh, yeah. What are you listening to on the plane? Um, Each other talk? Or? I did download a lot of podcasts. No, we're going to talk, aren't we? We'll talk for a while, yeah. I don't know about for five hours, but maybe. Let's see how we go. The only thing about drinking on the plane is you have to keep getting up to piss. Mm. I can't remember where we're sitting. I think it's a row of three or maybe two. That'd be good. I fucking hate having to get up and piss. I hate having to share with other people that you don't know. Oh, we can check our seats. This is first world problems. Yeah. Eight, uh, 21, 21, 21. EFD. D-E-F. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one Ashley Large, one Mrs. Millie. What's her name? 
Jesse. Millie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to look dodgy. Ah, nah, don't worry. Just see a guy with no pants on sitting in a black ute. That's not dodgy. <laughs> oh, you were changing in the ute or out of the ute? With the door open, standing out, doing up my belt, about to get back in, and he was standing oh. there in a high vis. Yeah. Did he yell at you when he walked up? No, nah, but he went to the driver's side, which was not my side. Yeah, because he didn't want to cock in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, um, yeah, can I help you boys? <laughs> like, oh no. Uh, oh, hey, how are you? Tried to like not even answer the question. So, yeah, what are you up to? And he was just like, oh, just waiting for someone. I'm waiting for a friend in that video, just waiting for a mate. That was us. <laughs> uh, and he's then... Like, He's a bit of a massive unit too, eh? Kind of, like a bit stocky Chunky, and stuff. Yeah. He was like, who's your mate? I'm like, oh, they just, they're at this school. They go to this school. I'm like, oh, they work here. They work here? Who is it? <laughs> uh, Jesse? Millie? <laughs> that was it. It's like, yeah. Then he didn't really care. But he was concerned at first. He thought we were drug dealers and or pedophiles. Maybe you are. <laughs> Maybe you just thought that you were the, the gardeners and you were being ultra lazy and having sex with oh. each other in the car park. Maybe. Wouldn't be too far from the truth. So finally listening to a bit of plain music. So song of the night. Song of the night, Third Eye, live by Tool of Survival. I purchased that many years ago for a hundred bucks for the CD and VHS. Ah, okay, so where from? Dada's in Perth. What year? Could not tell you. Probably 2000 and... Oh, like four or earlier? I don't know. Would have been earlier. I bought it 2002. Yeah, sounds about For right. $85 okay. from Dada's. Yeah. And they go, do you want a VHS or a DVD? And I yeah. said, well, I've got a VHS player, but DVD's all the rage, so I'm going to go the DVD. Yeah was real good, kept it in ultra mint condition, yep. lent it to my dickhead friend and I said, mate, I don't want to lend it to you. He goes, come on man, what's the worst that could happen? You know what happened to it? What? He puts it under the seat in his car, yeah. which was like a little tray that you keep CDs in. Not in mint condition. Anymore. His twin brother <laughs> spilled an entire bottle <laughs> of red oh, creaming soda. Really sorry, just keep uh, the that's that's the best. Oh, best. Yeah. Thank you. Good timing. Two heinies. Two heinies. Yeah, spilled so a whole like bottle of red cream oh, soda, two litres on it. And he goes, oh, sorry, man, the CD still works. I'm like, you fucking Jesus. So are they going on eBay or anything? Uh, I don't know where Tim Clifford is when you need him to look oh, something right, like that yeah, up, yeah. but most likely. Um, yeah, everything about that CD, amazing. And when I first got it, I was in the zone where I was just like, I would just buy a CD if I liked that band. Like, I would buy Machine Head Burning Red just because I was a big Machine Head fan. That. that is the sound of inevitability. Do you hear this? That is the sound of sleet spraying my face. So anyway, yeah, new tool. I just bought it. I didn't care what it was. Is he talking about tool? Because if he's not, I don't want to know about it. We can probably get rid of a lot of this aeroplane noise, no, but that, that talk is funny. No, it will just reduce it, mate. Listen. Listen, please. Also... Never used to be much of a fan of covers. Yes, I did like the Deftones cover of Weezer Say It, so that was great. Yes, um, and El Scorcho, my Deftones cover oh, really? of Weezer. Yeah, that. yeah. God damn you, half Japanese girls. 
do it to me every time. Yeah, cake, I will survive, yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, so they do the cover of No Quarter. Now, if you listen oh, closely yeah. to the Get song out. Cummington Steel, what's the real song called? There is no real song. Cummington Steel? Dorsham. Dorsham. It's on the album. Dorsham. Uh, Agony into it. Yeah, yeah. So that song at the end, where there's that, um, you know, there's that. That bit, the drum beat in that is like no quarter to tribute in terms of not the guitar, of course, because I didn't write it, but the drum sections are just a total, total homage to that no quarter cover. His drumming is the best, anyway. And a lot of your number one? Yeah, probably, man. Probably of all time. It definitely made me a better drummer. Like, growing up, my big influences drumming-wise were the usuals. Yeah, um... Like, I love Smashing Pumpkins, but for some weird reason, I didn't, like, really get into the drumming on it. Like, I liked a lot of it, but it wasn't, like, the best thing ever. For some reason, even though I think it's awesome. But, yeah, like, I thought... Corn drumming was good. By the way, please. I watched I watched um, some VHS video on YouTube that went for 20 minutes of corn recording Life is Peachy and watching them jam in front of like all their friends, the guys from Sugar Ray and shit. But it was like the full unedited thing that you see a little bit on that corn DVD. Man, that guy can drum his asshole off. He's clearly wasted or something. But he is fucking well, good, just need you to hold your beers for landing. Oh, sorry, of course. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my favourite VHS ever. Yeah. I'm drilling the vein three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Earshots cassette? No. Nah. It was um, uh, Dimmable Gear and Dissection live in wherever the fuck they are playing live. Have watched that with you. Accidentally found out about Dissection from borrowing the Dimmable Gear VHS from one of my friends. Like, the demo thing was interesting enough. It wasn't overly uh, sold or anything. But got to the second half of the VHS and this band started playing riffs and doing vocals. Like, pretty fucking ruthless and not normal black metal style vocals. Thank you very thank much. You. That's great. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Awesome. And, um, yeah, it was sold for a lifetime. Well, and sorry, but the life ended. Sold myself, yeah. Real good, and it's nice. I've got my headphones, my $50 shitty Audio Technica headphones in ears that I bought from the airport like ages ago on the way somewhere, right? And I was listening to Offspring Nitro, um, Youth Energy in brackets, in parentheses, jealous. And I was like, there is no low end in this fucking shitty headphones, so I switched to my in ears, which I use live on stage with Clank the Throne, touring with Winter Sun. Um, and man, it's so awesome. It cuts out all the plane noise, and the, it's a pretty solid listening experience. And then, so as soon as I was done with that, I thought, fuck, I'm going to switch to Tool and listen to the live shit. Fuck, it's so good. One thing I noticed, do you want me to blow your mind? Because it blew mine. Yeah, please. In um, Third Eye, when you're so glad to see I Miss You So Much, the nicest bit. There is a doubled vocal in it, and I always wondered who sang the second vocal live. Figured it out tonight. It's a pitch shifter. Yeah, but before he does the heavy one, when it's the... Cries out his soft one. 
Yeah. It's a pitch shifted double of himself, chipmunk voice. This is myself. Oh, this right. Is it's fun. So, how many you pull that shit off the pedal? Oh, just whoever's running the desk probably has it on a, a patch or something, or like a has a bus there, they click it in. Same with some of the things like, um, and back again. You know that shit? Um, delay throws and stuff. They are not sprayed my face. <laughs> he had a lot of coming to spray. <laughs> Anyway, what the hell were you listening to now that I've shat on about uh, two I chucked some Pelorian on for a couple of songs. Any good? Yeah, real good, but um, it gets heavy. It's pretty heavy. And were you not in the mood, Cassidy? Uh, I probably wasn't in the mood for heavy. So why are you running away? Trying to open my third eye. Is your third eye your uh, I would have put saliva on if I had it on my phone, but I did not. And I moved to Ahab. That was pretty cool. Which song? To mourn Joe. <laughs> Take a fucking yes. Leave him. My ear is popping, man. Yeah, me too. No. Turn that shit off. And turn that shit up. Alright, let's get out of here. <laughs> Razor Ray and T minus fucking not like that long, eh? Uh, approximately 28 minutes. We've met up with Ray. Yes, yes, that's true. It's true, not stew. It's a fact. <laughs> it is a fact. What are you drinking? Uh, Kosciuszko. Ale, ale. May I ask why? For your, from New South Wales? Uh, you know, when in Victoria, you drink a Victorian beer. Is that over the border, Kosciuszko? I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. I, I don't know. It's a hell of a wonky border, isn't it? <laughs> it is a very wonky border. It follows the Murray. Murray and out. <laughs> what is your name and what are you doing here? Razor Ray. I'm uh, catching an elevator to the ground floor. Ground floor. Where are we going? Ground floor. Up. Uh, we're going up. No, we're going down. Down to Jewtown. Winter sun. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I knew that. Have you guys seen John Saffron since you've been here? Nah. I'd like to, though. Yeah, me too. Had any of this free water also? I had some of the cucumber yeah. water earlier. Yeah, that's cool. Tastes like a cucumber. <laughs> what does a cucumber mean? Per... Anyway, <laughs> let's go and what are we doing? Setting up, sound checking. Yeah, a bit of a... You have to get your fucking bass fixed, eh? Yeah, had to get the bass fixed. The old uh, jack was fucked. Good thing to check slightly earlier in the, uh, you know, maybe like a week or two ago I could have done that. But would, oh, because you've been practicing acoustically. Yeah, I did plug it in the other day though, it was fine. Um, so I don't know, maybe I was, I was sitting down though. I wasn't really uh, moving around. Yeah. yeah. As soon as the, as soon as the string, no, the, the cable moved, it was just bad times. The singer from Dark Mirror of Tragedy? Anyone? Um, yeah, and Lucky, hello. <laughs> We had that um, jam today. That was pretty good. Yeah. Are the rooms in Sydney any decent compared to that? Um, they they don't look as much like the most trendy hipster bar on earth. It was trendy as hell. <laughs> um, but pretty well equipped. Looked like a small venue almost. Yeah, I like the little stage they had that we didn't use. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's pretty good. I don't know. The rooms are a bit more um, like adversary. They're fairly. Uh, I can't think of the word. They're very practical. Oh yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really need armchairs from the 60s that you have to use. Yeah, that's true. I think the good thing about it, well, just the act of doing the rehearsal was one, finding out that your bass was doing a crackle. Confirming that I could play the songs was the... Confirming, yeah, yeah. Because you guys had no actual proof of that. No, no, that's true. And are you still in E? Yep. Yeah, didn't notice it at all. So, yeah, transposed all our songs. Yep. Yeah. We can turn or we can turn at the next one. It's your call. For real? Berg Street. No, 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 not I up definitely there. don't want to go that way. <laughs> Is it that way? Yeah. The next one over. It's like one that way, then a couple that way. Yeah. Well, this conversation has taken a highly interesting <laughs> turn. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, um, we'll talk. We didn't even turn. No, we didn't turn. Anything to add, Cabba? Uh, what, what did I miss? Um, that we're... I don't know. Sydney. We had a jam. Uh, we had a jam, great space. Oh yeah. He can play the songs. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Uh, it sounded well. Looks good. Uh, Would you good say stances. that it went well? It went well. Um, King uh, Phil. I feel like the uh, the stances would be a little better when I don't have to worry about the cable. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering where all the stances had gone. It was like, we didn't employ this guy to play bass, we employed him for the stances. Yeah, and, and they'll be there. Don't you worry about that. It's a strange feeling walking to the first gig, not holding too much apart from Razor Ray, and we'll do a sound check, and that's it. We leave our shit on oh. stage ready to go, which is utterly amazing. Yeah, I can't We've wait got to be opening. doing our merch for us until we're ready. After One. we play. Uh, some sort of shrimpy person. Shrimpy person. Yeah, man. And it's fucking cool. It's not cool. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> and yeah. So All right. Cool things gone Millhouse. Oh, yeah. Could have just bought the ukulele bass from that store. Yeah. Been All right. Well, there's one thing I can say. It's pretty nippy out here and cold. Straight to the urinals. Oh, it's going to the baggage claim. Well, oh, it's right there too. Catch any Z's on that flight? I did not. Did you try? I tried. What we listened to? Uh, I ended up listening to Clan Strain. Really? Yeah. Cramming? Yeah. What song? Uh, oh, I just, I've got the, the set on the playlist, so just give us some royalties. Yeah, and you've got a couple of cents. So, what are you, like, what are you worried about? Because from what I'm hearing, Awesome. I'm not worried, it's just, you know. Just a good boy. Still my joke. Man, i got to tell you, you have the, the least, no, the most enviable fill-in position on this tour. Yeah. That guy playing drums for Winter Sun, imagine learning a, a fucking 90 minute set of that shit. I wouldn't. <laughs> I was pretty impressed with him, eh? Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. Not, that, not the worst gig for him. No, serious exposure, I reckon. Yeah. Seemed like a super radical dude, too. Quite small. Yeah, actually, surprisingly small. Did you notice that they were recording live? 
they had a full Pro Tools rig going on. They might as well, given like everything else they have. Exactly. So it was all going to tape, so to speak. Yeah. Fuck, I thought it was Kappa. <laughs> um, yeah, so imagine that, like, World Tour release, like Nirvana, Money Banks, or the Wish Car, all but recorded in different locations or... Blind Guardian. Yeah, because they could effectively do that with their setup, eh? Yeah. Can't wait to talk to them about well, they, that. They just had a light bulb. Winter Sun. Yeah, there's a song. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, I think when everyone was like cracking shits about them not releasing stuff, they put out, yeah, one or two songs. I saw them pop up on Apple Music. Oh, yeah. Like right around the release time of the forest seasons. Yeah. Which, by the way, is growing on me something fierce, especially live. Oh, my God. It's like quite remarkable. I hadn't listened to it yet. Uh, oh, it just went on Spotify. Oh, it's actually on there? Yeah, it went on there like yesterday. See, I was initially annoyed, as you may already know. It's on there? It is now, yeah. Oh, wow. But it's a live thing. They're live at Tusca 2013. Oh, that's a whole set. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, um... Because originally it wasn't supposed to be released anywhere except to the crowdfunders. Oh, right. And then they released it with um, Nuclear Fuck, who was a Nuclear Blast, put it out as well. And I was like, fuck, that's a bit shit. It's weird. But then then I was like, I don't really care anyway. I was happy to give him money because I didn't even read anything and just gave him money for that crowdfund because I reckon they're an awesome band. But then... Um, I was like, why release it but not put it on streaming? Yeah. Because that's how my preferred method. Maybe it was like, a, what, it came out, in, I guess, three months ago or something? Yeah. Maybe there was like a quarantine period then. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm happy about that. I'll be putting that on the phone for one of the flights. Mm. Or maybe not, because I'll be getting sick of it if I watch it another <laughs> five times. <laughs> I really like to listen to Winston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was it a sellout last night? No, because the top balcony wasn't open. Oh, of course, of course. That surprises me, eh? Uh, it was well, a solid crowd. It was a massive crowd. So how many people fit down there then? I don't know. I think when it's, like, uh, full capacity, it's, like, a 1,000. So it must be... Like, the balcony's not that big, so probably still, like, seven or 800 or something. I don't know. I suppose I should just ask Dyson. Yeah, at least there's... Close enough to 500 pre-sale. That's amazing, huh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when there were rumours, well, there have been rumours of winter sun touring for years, mm. but, like, maybe 2010 or something, there was a big buzz, like, it was pretty close, that's what we heard, to coming down. But even then, I still thought they'd play, like, um, I don't know, Amplifier, uh, Manning Bar, probably, like, yeah. those sort of venues. But, yeah, it's pretty... Pretty crazy. Everyone in the crowd like singing all the words. It's huge. I'd rather it be Manning Bar tonight than where we're playing. What's that? It's a shit room. I don't like it. Oh, like to play in it, you don't like it? Or you just don't like watching bands there? I don't like, I don't like going there. I don't like watching bands there. It's alright to play. <laughs> like it's a big stage. Yeah. Is it where is it? In the guts of the city? No, it's like it's in the entertainment like near the cricket ground. 
Oh, okay. It's so like, difficult to get to. Yeah. It's not that far away, but it's just annoying to get to. Yeah. And there's nothing around it. It's just yeah, a okay. Town. No one goes there. Like, no one goes to that part of town ever unless, like, the football's on or the cricket's on or, like, something mm. big at Horton Pavilion. But... So how often are you at the cricket around there? Oh, uh, every day. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, not, not everyone does that. Yeah, I was saying to Ray that they were um, recording last night's set, Pro Tools. Yeah, it's a full, full live setup. And I guess that's probably the other advantage of having a crazy fucking rig like that is that. You wouldn't have to add money. You haven't add anything? Just add money. Yeah, just oh, add money. Yeah, they don't even. You just hit record. They don't have to have yeah. microphones in Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for listeners who don't know, and for these two who don't realise I've been recording this entire conversation, yeah, yeah. they, um, <laughs> so do they have Axe Effects or Kemper? Axe Effects, no, right? I didn't even notice, yeah. Yeah, so what they have is this rack with three or four Axe Effects in it to run the guitars and the bass and then an in-ear monitor feed. They all have wireless in-ear monitors, all, I guess, on their own mixes. They bring their own X32 Behringer desk as well. And I, I don't know if that's just to run the monitors, but yeah, they basically just plug everything up, which takes forever. And as soon as it's plugged up, everyone's got their tones. They press play on their click tracks and every section of the song changes like patches on the X effects to match the part. And yeah, so all they would need to then do is plug that into some sort of Pro Tools rig and they could record. And then, yeah, of course, drums. They had a lot of drum mics up there, like quite a few, and the crowd mics as well, like boundary mics and stuff. I feel like it'd be really hard to join a band that is set up like that. It's like you'd have to, like... As long as you don't have to touch anything. Yeah. But imagine, like, you play with whatever you have. You, can, you have an amp, probably. Yeah. Well, human. See me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, no, no, you just... Just get these things, and uh, we'll we'll somehow rig it all up for you. And I wouldn't know how to I wouldn't know how to start. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't. Well, I don't know. Looking at the Omega's rig, what they had, it's like that's even theirs is like a smaller modified version of that Winter Sun rig, yeah. isn't it? It's a pretty interesting idea. Kind of scary. But just like the issue, they had one patch cable fucks up, or the DI fucks up, and it takes them yeah. so minutes to troubleshoot. Yeah, true, true. But that could happen to the venues, DI. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> oh, whoops. Um, I can smell that ham and cheese still on my own breath and it kind of smells like baby's shit and baby's vomit. Mm. Like just the, you know, the oil that came off the cheese. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's too better for you next time, mate. Oh, the sandwich <laughs> itself was good. It just excreted on me while I was eating it. <laughs> good singer. Are we yeah. going to get food now? Shit. So what did you yes. eat at the lounge? I had, a, I had a non-toasted ham and cheese sandwich. Hey, why non-toasted? I couldn't be bothered. Fair enough. Uh, I don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> just some fruit as well. So what did you do? What do you mean? 
Uh, number ones and number twos. <laughs> just ate and some had a bit of a drink. I didn't toast it, you just had one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were like, just like, I went in there, but I couldn't be yeah. eating. I just like going in. <laughs> <laughs> what time do they start serving drinks? I don't know, whenever they open. So it's 10.30am. Um, oh, I place. thought it was a lot later than that. <laughs> oh, I thought no, it was earlier. Yeah, you'll be able to, you can get beers at like 9am, I think. Isn't it just despicable that we got up at 6 or just before for it to be 10.30 and we still haven't done anything good? Oh, sure, a couple of different cases, sir. Driving by yourself, where you got? Uh, no, my ex is driving me. Roderick. <laughs> of course. Oh, who's driving me? We don't my have ex. any beers left. Oh, what yeah. the hell's that? I'm not going to lie. That's time, time to go then. Sun. Oh, and we've never enough. been to a gig together, so. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. So, Wagga. Yeah. You know I used to live there? Yeah, I did. When I was we, had, yeah, we had this conversation. Of course we did. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's for broadcast. This was like. <laughs> so, we were, we were saying that you, when we we'll a... talk about you on the next podge. Yeah, yeah, that's Now fucking... you're on it. Oh, fucking shit, yeah! Yeah, so. Uh, you said that you, it's like really hard to come to a gig because you have to take the time for work and work, money and work's shit. really hard to fucking well, make really long way away. Yeah, where, how far is Wagga? Three hours? No. Five, five, six hours from here. No yeah. way, really? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. And how often are the middle weeks? Like, like, oh eight. man, they've died. So, we've got Dime Day and that's about it, pretty much. Like, Once we get a few gigs, but yeah, Dime Day is. You die this shit? <laughs> no, I don't. You don't? Somebody uh, tells me I should. Yeah, yeah, every time. There is a guy, there's a big guy who goes to Dime Day, he dies it every time. He's fucking. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the soul of Dime Day. Why'd you cut the hair? It got too long and too fucking hot. Yeah. And I kept sitting on it. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least you've still got a thick spirit of fire video. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm bald. Does yeah, it make sense? Good. I'm going bald soon, too. Don't worry about that. Does it make sense? I love the video. The guy's going through the wilderness and he finds like an oasis. <laughs> Rips his fucking. No, yeah. me, which I like. Prick. I like about that about Yeah, I don't like that at all. Fuck yeah. Start of the show. Fuck yeah, guys. I'm so fucking happy. This is the best fucking day. Great to finally be reunited. It is so good to fucking see you. It's been fucking six years. It's been a long Six time, years man. since I've seen you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still for listeners out there, including Broderick, who will be listening to this. Oh, yeah. Forever I yearn. Oh, yeah, I'll be listening to this later. Such a ratty shirt. Oh, man, this is the most rare shirt we have. I don't even have one. Yeah, Plus, neither do I. Plus, around and taste yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's the tour of this on it. Oh, no. Like, that, honestly, man, that is the most oh, rare that's, shirt that's we have. Oh, that's the Fintroll tour. Yeah, Fintroll was fucking when I saw you the first time. It was fucking great. And then and we came back later. I got, I, got, I got you and Jesse signed another poster for me. Jesse drew boobs on it and drew a, she drew a willy on you. She actually asked explicitly, can I draw a willy on it? I said, you can draw whatever you want. And it's your willy pissed into Jim's beard. That sounds about it's, right. It's on my Land Room wall. It's actually accurate, but... Yeah. yeah. They're, they're all up on my... All the posters are up on my wall. Yeah, so that's it. Like they're on his wall as well. Something else in common with Cabba. Finally got a bloody half-decent sleep. I think must have been got to bed about three or four and it's just before ten now so whatever that is six hours six or seven even maybe that would be amazing um yeah staying with Jesse's brother Pat in Sydney me Cabba and Jesse Darcy is elsewhere in a hotel room and Ray is staying at his own house because he actually lives just down the road but yeah so two shows down last night was pretty cool for me uh, Melbourne was a bit of a struggle because 
my my triggering wasn't working. They're not easy for some reason. They don't want to stick a mic in the kick drum. They're happy to run just a trigger. And I borrowed Orpheus Omega's trigger module. Um, more just so they didn't have to set it up when they went on stage after us. And I never really liked doing that. And I know a lot of drummers don't. Because how people set their stuff up is different. And how they play is different. And things don't work. And yeah, I had that instance. So... Yeah, it was tough. So what was happening was a few things that were a bit weird. Is one, the actual trigger itself was sliding back off the drum and that's not good because it needs to have contact with the drum at all times so that when you kick, your kick, uh, I don't know, sets it off. But when it slides back and it's not in contact or the contact is like barely anything, then it changes the way that it works with the sensitivity and stuff. It's a a sort of an annoying, complicated thing. And then um, at one point it actually fell off during the song. Now, this is the funny thing about it. Like uh, at a a gig in a super small venue, it might not matter that much. Like it would definitely matter because you still might hear the kit acoustically, like the kick drum itself. But in quite a big venue... um, like, for instance, when we were watching Winter Sun sound checking in Melbourne, you know, the guy would be soloing just the snare drum or something, so he'd turn the kick off and there'd suddenly be no drum mix. Like, you would literally not be able to hear any drums. You might get a little bit of cymbals, but everything else just disappears. So I knew that happened, so it's like I'm playing, <laughs> this trigger is hanging down near my foot, so I go and put it on with one hand, I'm stuffing up and then putting it back on and I can hear it and this is the thing I can hear it misfiring and oh man it's just the worst and we're not talking about super fast kicks it's on slow stuff like literally literally this speed like it would only be going off half that time and so I realized if I kicked extremely hard it would trigger and yeah basically all this boils down to is you have to play ultra unnaturally just to get this thing to work. And that wouldn't be an issue if it was my uh, trigger unit that I was using because I know how to adjust it. But in Orpheus Omegas, they got this cool rack that runs everything, all their in-ears on stage, their backing track, their triggers, their amp is even in the or amps. They got one of those Line 6 helixes and they switch out the front. But, yeah, they've got a real complicated system and they've got this little trigger in there. And I just don't know how to use it I've never seen the module before it's inside a rack I was thinking about unplugging theirs and plugging mine in Um, anyway I just went with it and modified my playing which really sucked because it makes it hard to play plus I wasn't playing exactly kick wise what I would on the album and I knew that things were cutting out so it was yeah it was a bit of a rough one but everyone else had an awesome set which is weird because last night I had a great set in Sydney. So I made sure to use some time at the sound check to set up my module, set up my triggers so they worked perfectly with the kick drum because I was scared that, yeah, something bad would happen again. But no, I didn't and went off without a hitch. And the good thing about it is, is that when everything's working perfectly and the things that annoyed me last night about the way the drum kit was set up, I made sure to address them 
you know, Sybil Heights positions, stuff like that. And yeah, when you don't have to think about that stuff and you can just think about the, the song itself, um, the set goes so much better. And uh, yeah, I think the monitor guy <laughs> at the venue was a, I don't even know how he got the job. Like I'm sure he's capable of it, but you know, we'd ask him to turn up guitar on stage and he'd turn up keyboard. Mid-set, I asked him to turn up some kick drum in it. I just kicked my kick, said, and pointed at it, kick drum in the wedge in front of me, I pointed to the wedge. He turns up keyboard and, you know, Cabba couldn't hear himself. Uh, we were getting feedback issues. I, I couldn't actually hear my drums, which again, that's a weird thing to say because drums are so loud, but a big venue, big sound. Yeah, with inadequate monitoring, it's just like the worst. So I think we played really well, and I know that out the front sounded pretty good, but on stage it sounded shit. And so, yeah, people... So Jessie, for instance, who has this wicked in-ear setup going for herself so she can monitor her own keys and vocals really well, she couldn't hear anything but herself um, because, yeah, this guy was pumping keyboard through everything and she's like I've got keyboard because I have my own uh, in-ear monitoring what I need is guitars and drums and and bass and vocals and stuff and um yeah he just he just wouldn't do it so I suppose it shows you the value of getting your own monitor guy but man it's so expensive to travel with an extra person you know pay them for their time at the show plus have them on a flight, it's an extra person in, you know, transport, uh, Ubers, stuff like that. It's an extra bed at accommodation. Um, it might be food or something for them. It's, you know, it's a lot of expense. And honestly, if you're going to do that, you'd probably get a front of house guy over a monitor guy first because it's more important what everyone else hears. So, oh, by the way, just quickly, Winter Sun, man, so good. Last night was a killer set, a bit of a different venue, so it wasn't really, it wasn't the same as Melbourne in terms of how the crowd was positioned, so in Melbourne when you were in the main pit, it just sounded like the chorus of the crowd singing was a part of the mix, it was so insane, whereas um, last night was a bit more sparse, a bit more of a traditional, um, you know, just a f concrete floor venue, people were spread out a bit more, still heaps of people, but... Yeah, the way it was, I think the differential between the height of the people and then the huge height of the stage, it was harder for that to work in the same way. But yeah, man, we just suddenly they play so good. And um, yeah, just nailing everything. Solos, they've got a drummer. I don't know if he's a new member or a fill-in. Rolf, he's fucking hitting everything. Like all these accents, all the crazy drumming and some of the stuff that always spins me out about listening to Winter Sun, he's just nailing it. It's so good. And they got this new guitarist, Asim, who's a fucking awesome dude. He's so radical. And, um, yeah, Yari is just singing, and that's going down really well. He's, um, yeah, doing really well just as a front man. It's awesome. So, yeah, stoked to be seeing them another four times. Um, I was saying to Cabba yesterday that, you know, we've played with you name it, all these bands that we love, like absolutely love, being one of the earlier folk metal bands in Australia, we got the opportunity to play with heaps of different people, we've done festivals overseas, all this shit, 
but this is the first tour we've done where I think unanimously everyone in the band legitimately loves Winter Sun and we're so desensitised to touring itself like it's it's quite normalised for us now that, you know, we're taking it in our stride. You meet, I don't know, famous people, I guess you call them famous. You meet high-profile metal people and just like, yeah, whatever, cool, because we've met so many people. Um, but it's not until you stand out in the crowd and just it sort of hits you like, holy shit, these are songs I've listened to hundreds or thousands of times. Um, inspirations, like we always use them. The first Winter Sun album was always a reference when we would be recording. Um, yeah, like we want to sound like that. Turns out we can't write songs as cool as that or play that well, but yeah, really spun out sort of stuff. And you get some chills and shit watching, like, you know, moments in bands, which is pretty amazing. So yeah, pretty stoked with that whole thing and would encourage absolutely anyone in the world to get their asses to see Winter Sun at some point, especially with this new configuration, because, um, yeah, they're doing, they're doing really well with it, and yeah, Yari's kicking some serious ass as a vocalist, it's pretty amazing, but I do wish he was playing guitar, three guitars would be really cool, and that's it, so yeah, I'm lying in bed feeling pretty crappy, gonna clean my teeth, my mouth tastes like an utter asshole. Asshole, by the way, is word of the trip. And yeah, go down and see if Cap is awake. Then we'll all get showered up. Might meet with Aaron from Bain of Silda if we've got time for a, our morning coffee. Gotta have it. And yeah, fucking good shit. And then head to the airport, fly to Brizzy and do it again. And then real excited about having a, um, a day off. <laughs> and a two, two, three days off, actually, in Osaka. It's going to be awesome. Did you clean your teeth today? Yeah. Can you smell my asshole breath? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, woke up. Had a Barocca. Oh, fuck, I've got to find that Barocca. Also, I'm waiting to have a Nurofen until I have food, but my neck is utterly... <laughs> Jesse over there. What? Why do we get ourselves whiplash? I don't know. Just to look like kind of cool for half an hour, but not really. Like, as if it'll make a difference. Does it hurt more now that you don't have hair? It's always hurt, but maybe. Is that like, I feel like it does, but that's just because I haven't done it for a while. I think it always fucking hurts. I never understood it. I probably with no hair. You know how people say, I don't know how you guys can do that. Like, it looks, it looks like it hurts, and don't you get dizzy? Well, I'm the kind of fuckhead that if I start moving my head, I'll fall over from motion sickness. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot mill. I can't do it. You get those people that say as well like about the screaming vocals. Oh, vocals. rolling vocals. I don't know. How do you do that night after night? Don't hurt your throat. Like, that's the least of my worries, bitch. My fucking neck <laughs> is the problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A good moment from last night was a surprise moment. After finishing a song, you got to time it when Winter Sun are playing a 90-minute set non-stop. It's pretty hard to find a place to go and do a piss or have a beer 
okay, get some piss. So me and Cab, I timed it like a minute before the end of one of their songs and walked out through up into the band area and they just finished as we entered the band area and all walked out the back for some reason, like the, I think, two guitarists and the bass player and their sound guy. And he was delivering a bottle of Grey Goose vodka to him. Um, I think that was the purpose of going backstage. As so, just as Cabra and I walk past, and then they're, you know, necking Grey Goose, it passes it off to, to me, Cabra. Quite a delicious surprise. Real funny. The question is, do we do it again and time on purpose to get free vodka? I know. I did think or about is that, that. Pretty lame. It is lame. All you have to do is bump into a sim. It seems because. He was wandering around with what looked like a cup of water yesterday or champagne glass. And uh, he's like, hey, man, have this and just sip it. Ray walked up and I seems on the phone at this point. Ray walked up and said, um, hey, you know, so we're going to start talking about the evening. Sim just thrusts it into Ray's hand. He goes, oh, no, 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 I don't want any water. I said, oh, it's vodka, man. Oh, okay. The Finnish people, hey, just drinking straight vodka. No, no, yeah. Even Ray, Ray does not drink water, hey. He's just like, there's plenty of water in beer. <laughs> so good. He's a, a quiet achiever when it comes to getting drunk, I think. I know. He's always drinking, but you don't really realise it. Can't tell. He doesn't rave about it. True sign of an alcoholic. doesn't rave about it, no. Like, yeah, Jim makes it pretty fucking obvious how mad he's getting. <laughs> yeah. Wow, she's drinking at least. Documents the evening. But yeah, Ray's like... Why don't I have a beer in my hand? So when we were having those fucking problems with that mutant of a monitoring engineer from last night, mm. everyone's sort of looking at each other going, you know, sort of, I can't hear drums. I can't hear my keyboard. Ray turns to me and just makes the international drinking a beer sign, like, mm. what are we doing here and not drinking a beer? Yeah, that was an hour of drinking time that we'll never get back. I know. That was so annoying. I want to slip my wrists. So, on stage, obviously, Jesse, that was fucked for you. Yeah. Because you couldn't hear... You could only hear yourself, right? Over my in-ears, I could hear myself. In yeah. Fall back. I would say that's pretty that's much all I could thing. hear. Yeah. And, like, when you were playing guitar solos, I could not hear you. Is that yeah. what you... I had to go, like, near my guitar amp to be able to hear. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And I said, more kick drum. He gives me more keyboard. And more vocal. Oh, fuck it, hey. <laughs> so much fucking vocal. Like, I had to oh. sing further away from my mic so that it wasn't so loud, but then that would have been fucked from mm. the house. Mm. Mm. What a bloody shit hair day. But honestly, like, I said to him, I go, I have in-ears, so I can already hear myself play and sing. I just need guitar in there. Oh, so dumb. AKA, turn it off, Carl. And he's like, okay. And I swear yeah. it just got louder and louder and louder. Oh, he's dumb as fuck juice. The, yeah, he... Look, when you got a desk in front of you, he's, like, looking for the channel. So for your rolling vocal, for example, you're singing, 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 check, check, check. Sorry, he's doing it. And he's like, um... He's like, oh, I, I don't have the channel. I'm like, well, one of your channels is going to be presenting signal at the moment. It's going to show you the little light doing something. Just look for which one it is. Find it. I bet you it was named Floor Tom or something other than what it was. Thank God he wasn't doing it in front of us. Oh, my Lord. 
But yeah, apparently he was taking selfies during our set. We're all struggling to hear. <laughs> and he's fucking taking selfies. I'm sure selfies. He, he was on Facebook or Twitter or something when he was just sitting there, like, not helping with anything. Mm. Yeah. He was just, like, scrolling on his phone, looking up how to be a sound engineer. Yeah. yeah. He probably was a, what is a mixing desk? Yeah. How do I turn up the keyboards? More. But Aaron was in the room from Bane, and he does bloody sound. And I did consider going like, dude, we'll give you fucking a hundred bucks or something if you can just sort out some monitors for us. We should have done that, actually. Oh, well, stiff shit. It was good. Good set. Next time we, like, have an inkling that someone is completely incompetent like that, we should just make that call. Cool. But, like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Any, any fucking thing else? No. Okay. Last night, Ray took us to a kebab shop. The Teamers. The Teamers on Cleveland Street, Surrey Hills. Fatima. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, cut a long story in half and double it. <laughs> Sorry to be that momo cunt. Can I get a fucking photo with you guys? Yeah, sure. Of course. That doesn't make you gay. No, it just... <laughs> it's kind of dumb. Unless you want to sort well, of pash while you're here. No. Well... Okay. I'll, uh, well, I'll give you a reach around if, if that's what oh. you want to do. Fuck yeah. So, real quick question. How old are you? 28. <laughs> do you remember where you were when Brett Lee bowled his first over of Test Cricket? Fuck! No, I do not. 1999 oh, Boxing Day. You guys no, I do not. Damn it. I remember where I was when Steve Irwin died. Where? I was at the Adelaide show. I was catching a train home from the show at Goodwood train station in Adelaide. And my mate told me Steve Irwin just died. Bloody hell. I can wow. remember that vividly. But you don't remember Brett Lee's first over at the MCG. I'm not a cricket man. <laughs> I've got a whole game going just, here. Yeah. Alright, what's your name, like man? Thank you. What's your name? Keith. Keith. Ash. Ash. Brennan. Jesse. Ray. Get Ray. a good spot Ray. for Winter Ray. Sun, man. Just don't have to Oh, sun. dude, I'm going to go for it. Anyway, so so I feel like that was the best kebab I've ever had was last night. Agree, disagree? I definitely agree. Short answer, agree. Agree. Let's just set the scene, though. Okay. We're at 2 a.m. It's yeah, well, 1.30, 2am, like... Yeah, about 2am. I'm going to go with 2 After not having dinner and playing games. We're going to say, not like a, a time you would expect to good, get good food normally. Is that another time reference? <laughs> another time reference, obviously. <laughs> but most, you know, if you want good food, you're probably looking, like, pre-10pm, probably, if, if we're honest. Yeah, and we're looking at a long walk to McDonald's yeah. at best. Yeah. The thing about these kebabs, they weren't your ordinary kebab. I don't stuff a million of ingredients in, like it was um, charcoal, Lebanese, cucumber, cauliflower mixture. It was meat on a stick, grilled. Yeah, it was, which is fucking sensational. You know the most disappointing thing about the kebab? Was that we still had to order triple cheeseburger afterwards? No, but it was was roughly a thousand kilometres from our current geographical location, and we can't have one right now. Oh, that's true, yeah. I mean, that's quite disappointing. On to the burgers today. Burgers today, pretty good. Yeah. Not the best burger. ever. Really? I thought it was so good. Top three. Yo. Hey. Insane amount of chicken in it. Yeah. Perfectly cooked. Plus cheese without any ice cream. 12 bucks. Buffalo sauce. Yeah. yeah. Salad. Soft as fuck. I, I really enjoyed the uh, honey mustard component. I was watching you eat that. I was planning on getting one of them tonight. Now it's shut. It hit the spot. I did want another, but alas. 
Anyway, let's... You took too much time. He's <laughs> <laughs> made a few of them recently. It's my favourite line in uh, old school. Do you like that movie? Yeah. But, no. The best part of it is like... Sorry, dude. Sorry. Oh, good God. You need it's good. It's all good. It's all good. Right. It's just fucking hectic. I think we have to also watch the uh, Steve Waugh Perfect Day when he scored the, uh, the the hundred on the last ball of day two of the SCG. Beautiful. Can I throw one in there? Yep. Yes. Not, not that long ago, maybe ten years max. Uh, Malinga from Sri Lanka. Oh, when he came in oh, at number eight or something. Yeah. Oh, that was I was fucking hard as a rock yeah. that day. Yeah. No, I joined the club. I was at work and I was like just refusing to work and went out to the break room watching like him just fucking smash oh. boundaries. Malinga is one of my favourite. Cricketers Same. of the last, uh, I don't know, 15 years. Because he was just the way he, like, actually, one day I almost got in a fight at the cricket. Yeah. I just want to say, you guys did an awesome job up there. That was yeah. fucking yeah. sick. Yeah. Yeah. You guys over from Perth. Yeah, yeah. Just for the night. Yeah, mate. Flying home in the morning. Have fun in Japan tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. you go over there. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, we'll be back in January, man. Nice. Right. February 3rd. No, February 3rd. I fucked up earlier. February, got it. I'll make a note of that. I'll find someone who can remember that for Brent Lee's first question. That's cheating. Oh, that's cheating. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's your name, dude? Jake. Jake. Ash. Nice to meet you. Jesse. Nice to meet you. Great. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you. Thanks for saying hi. Are you guys coming in for winter summer? Yeah, yeah. We will. Yeah. Once he's in there, see you later. See you there. Lovely guy. Yeah. What were we talking about burgers and then we went to burgers and fries and cherry Oh, what's going to be watching on YouTube? Forget. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're talking about the team of Oh, Ask no. you a quick question. Certainly. Do you remember where? Do you remember Brett Lee's first over of Test cricket at, at all? I do not. So we're gonna we're gonna game running and we're both losing. <laughs> uh, in the spectrum of cricket fans, from not a fan at all to massive fan, I'm probably here. Yeah, no, that's so, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> most people are coming Oh, sorry. Good job. See, dude. Oh, sorry, part two. <laughs> You're getting aggressive, mate. I want to fucking win this game, mate. <laughs> For what? For the love of cricket. Yeah. For I just, the love of the game. I just want a really good story out of it. Like, I want someone to give me a good memory oh, of... Oh, it's a gecko. Like, imagine if someone... Imagine we come across someone's like, I was fucking there. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. Imagine if we bump into Brett Lee. <laughs> Do you remember where you were? Oh, Shane Lee. Oh. <laughs> you know what I really feel like this game's brought about? Is making me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you look like you would have been alive then. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Now, when people that say they were born in, like, the 90s, that is freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I, I'm now, like, after being shot down a couple of times, I'm now no longer <laughs> confident that I can approach someone and then be in their late 20s or early 30s. Well, that's it for the competitors. How crazy we go during this next song. This is Star Jump!
spraying directly into my arsehole was pretty good. Which setting? Uh, I can't understand what any of them are. I tried to. So top row is like a direct very, spray. Uh -huh. Very hard. Yeah, left to right is hardness. Ah, yeah. oh, okay. Next one under is more of a hose spray. So I guess if you've got some real chunks going on, <laughs> you use the second one. And then the next line is for the woman. So if you do need your balls washed, you probably spray up there for you. But you don't, probably don't. You got dirty balls? Is that no, no. And then the last one is the, the air dryer. Mm. And from left to right, it's progressively warmer. Apparently. It is creepy that it's like already pre-warmed for you when you get in there. Yeah, it's very warm toilets. So yeah, it's warm actually. <laughs> and I like when you put the seat down, it flushes automatically. Yeah, yeah. that's good. It's one less thing you have to worry about. Mm. I like the uh, the tap on top of the. See what is with that? Because you just be washing hands in, but it fills up the system at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saving water. It's yeah, efficient. Right. It is efficient. No soap though. No, you just, if you just get a bit of your own crap and oh. use that as soap. But, so I guess the thing <laughs> is you shouldn't need soap because yeah, you're not... It, yeah, it's, it's all just... taken care of by the system. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you don't have to touch your own arse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are pretty gross what we're doing in Western civilization, eh? I know. Oh. Yeah, that's right. We were in line at the airport for going through customs and then some dude overheard us talking about duty free and told us not to get it. Yeah. And he refers to it as Japan Murphy's because everywhere has cheap booze. Mm. And we would have got a litre bottle of Jack's for what? 35, 40 bucks? Oh yeah, yeah. So Even the duty free. Yeah. And then, yeah, went in last night to get some sushi and suss out a boiled egg. And, um, <laughs> Pre-peeled. Yeah, post-peeled actually. This is... Oh, oh sorry. Post-peeled. Unpeeled. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for post-peeled as well. <laughs> and, yeah, Jack's 22 bucks. Mm. And this guy seen, I don't know, I don't know how it works, but This morning, a litre of Jim Beaton, $12. Oh, that's a litre? That's a litre. Oh, uh, no, it's, oh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 But that Jack's allegedly is straight from America, instead of in Australia, we bottle it oh. in Australia. That's what he said, but he hasn't been wrong about anything so far. <laughs> he was fine, this was class as well, I don't know. I did yeah, notice I did. that. And he was laughing, this is so funny. He's sitting at the thing with a little wine there, and like a snack, staring at the screen like, <laughs> like into it already. Hey? It's a good thing when you fly a business class because they get you, you're bored straight away because they give you a drink straight away. And then they also like take your uh, take your order for like a drink. Oh, do the that. second you like the seatbelt sign is even thinking about going off, like you've already got whatever straight spirit or cocktail you want on your little tray table. Wow, it's you've done it. Yeah, how many times? Uh, well, we did it for, I had to do it, well, I, I had to go to India for work yeah. a few years back, oh, quite a few years back now, but, so we did business class on Singapore, so, mm -hmm. so Sydney to Singapore, Singapore to Delhi, back again, so. Did you see Sachin Tendulkar? I didn't see Sachin, um, gave the VBS Laxman a bit of a reach around though, so that was good. Did you really? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't pull him off. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't see it. Otherwise, obviously, I would have. Have you foreign business? <laughs> nah. We did. Um, I can't afford that shit. Or get a good job where they'll fly you somewhere. <laughs> have you, Jesse? Fly business. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. Wait, saving up my points. And one day, is I'm an upgrade. Mm. It's fucking like it the takes about twenty years of saving. The Singapore flights. Oh, sorry, they're, they're like six grand. 
So, like, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, they give yeah. you three shots of fucking Johnny Black throughout the flight, and you paying six grand after yeah. all your work does. That's good. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I ended up having... So they had a long list of cocktails, I had it, one, one of each on the flight over. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. They fucking do waveform. What's bigger, the waveform or uh, the size of your curry? Ooh, I have a heaving curry at the moment. So heaving. It's a, it's a throbbing curry. So, the one you got before was spice level 3 and it was pretty fucking spicy. Yeah. This one's a diff different looking sauce, to be honest. Yeah. This, this has the sauce of right local around. oil. I'm not going to lie, I'm going to yeah, swoop it and take go. that little bit there. Also here, feel free. I only just want that one bit. Yeah, that looks more like something that you'll produce in the bidet toilet. After, like... This is nowhere near tea. as good as the curry, or curry as I call it, that we had earlier. What do you got there, Cabo? A bowl of shit in it, I think. There's some mint. There's like some kebab beef. Would you say this is dinner for you, or this is an entree still? Um, I'm pretty. I'm enjoying it, but I'm looking forward to dinner afterwards. I mean, it is quarter past two in the morning. Two between two. And roughly our fifth meal of the evening. I mean, that type of meal. I, I'm enjoying the snacks. I mean, we had a solid curry. Did we? Oh, for lunch. Yeah. Toast Our lunch so. curry was one of the best things ever. That was, that was like a, like 4:30 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. And now and it's almost 4:30 a.m. And then we went and had tempura. We did. And sake. We had and and sake. Oh, sake meal. And then um. And then there was another meal of economiyaki. And then we just had karage. And shimmy. Cool. For me, this covers dinner. It does look like it, yeah. So That's dinner's now officially. Significant rice. That chicken actually looks better than the one from earlier. Uh, it's pork, I think. It's, it is pork, and it is not as good as the one earlier. Really? I don't think the chicken earlier was a bit like chewy. Oh, is that not yourself, good? mate? Yeah. Dude, that. That was off chart, hey. Yeah. It was. Was it Kokoichi? Yeah. So we picked up Dyson from fucking God knows where. Yeah, for Japan. Japan. He finally met us. Have you met Dyson before? I have, yeah. I met him once before. Um, you were hanging out with Sporcy Dorsey most for the evening tonight. I'll yeah. give you that. Well, he was hanging out with Roy. <laughs> yeah. A new addition to the band. Has Roy learned the songs? It's brilliant. Roy doesn't really know the songs that well. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, are you telling me on if, show day we better keep... You, you want Roy You want Ray to play the shows? <laughs> yeah, and Roy to just hang out afterwards. Roy's more the beer party guy. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, Ray can do the beer party as well. Both can do the beer party. Um, probably don't want Roy playing the show. Roy, can I ask you a question? Yeah. At what point of the evening do you feel the transition, if at all, from Ray to Roy? After the 37th beer? 
by like early in the day. Yeah, like <laughs> sort of like a breakfast, like a three p.m. type scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Up at two p.m. Roy by three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Ray gets up pretty early. Goes gets his fucking energy jellies. Checks his email. Gets his checks up. email. Maybe does a does a push up plank scenario. Gets his nuts rubbed. Rubs his nuts. It is fucking the Ben Folds five of Japan right now. It could be the actually the literal Ben Folds five. So it doesn't quite compare. Nothing compares to you. It's just a Sinead O'Connor of curries. Man, this is a pretty decent curry. It's like the 7-Eleven of Hills. I mean, like, given that it's post 2am and you've gotten a meal that's been cooked this hour. Yeah. Can I ask you two questions? One, what is summoning? Uh, summoning is a band that consists of two members that make some fairly atmospheric music. Basically, Land of the Dead's the best one. You're going for an A+, aren't you? Well, you know, I just just really like Land of the Dead. Um, actually, side note to this answer, when uh, I was doing the bastardized tour of uh, Southeast Asia, in Indonesia, I bought Aaron a summoning cassette. Oh, really? Which album? The one after Earthbound. Old Morning Storm. I got him the uh, the cassette for a... Uh, really? Yeah. The guy was selling it. I thought, you know who would like that? Aaron. So I bought it for him. Um, what was the second part of the question, sir? Um, how does how does Aaron enjoy summoning? Aaron, Aaron loves summoning. Huh. How have we never talked about summoning with Aaron before? Strange. I don't know. <laughs> Generally, it's hard getting Aaron to tell you anything. He doesn't like to admit to liking things mm. or confess to liking things. If anybody in Australia knows Aaron, please get him to call in. I think I lost the chopstick. Just there's like about 6,000 just to your left there. Um, what was the second part of the question? Is that dinner or just a snack? Oh man, it's hard to say. Pretty substantial. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I don't really want it either. Is it miso soup, right? Yep. You gotta drink what what's the purpose of it? It's just, a little bit you drink miso. it, you do Yeah, but why? This is delicious. You just do this. I do not eat that shit, dude. Yeah. That's right. That's actually pretty good. I don't recall pressing miso soup on the menu. I think it's just part of the set menu. I prefer they go this like It's not really a fries part of the world. I mean, it's a sucker. So when you go to Macca's, you get like a cheeseburger and a miso. Shit, that actually tastes amazing. Why don't they do that everywhere? Macca's. Burger and soup. The one that you just said you didn't want? Exactly, that one, yeah. I think it's because people from Perth don't want them. What's the best one? Most people have the attitude of me. Positive. Uh, Pro-soup attitude. Same with Facebook. Mm. 
Yeah, well, Facebook, they because well, in, in, in the app... It, they call it impressions, right? Yeah. Well, they count just passing <laughs> through the screen. Yeah. Um, so what IAS count as a viewable impression is three seconds in view with 51% of the ad in view. Um, so then you get a lot better statistics. But because they can only work off cookies and that sort of thing, it doesn't work in app. I mean, like I said, I don't really care anymore because I'm not an owner, but I'm actually, because now I'm working for Brad and Dave, I'm more into the actual stats because I need to report to them. Do you know what you're... So now I actually look at these stats harder and go, well... Do you know what? I know that, like, when you flick through Instagram page oh, and it says, you know, 20,000 impressions oh, yeah, and the $120 like thing. It's that, have a but me flicking no, no, through my phone mm. and it scans right through. I, don't, I haven't Oops, even seen sorry, it. Right. That's Oops. counted as an impression. <laughs> so it's kind of, you think you're getting value for money, but you're not really. Yeah. Do you know what your cost per thousand impressions average is? No, no, not off the top of my head. Yeah. Like with the Google AdWords, all that shit. It just, it's, you know, I mean, it's it's like posts and flies. It's not about actually. It's just keeping in people's faces. So, like, when you're flicking through your newsfeed on Facebook, and every day you see a sandwich ad. Well, most people are going to go, oh yeah, well you know, uh, the sun is coming up. It's still fucking five weeks away. I'm not going to watch it now. I'm going to get through it. It's just keeping in people's radar. So if you don't, if it's a popular Or we would say Roy Dunn. It never used to be like that. It used to be in date and time. I just think that a lot of people, because I look at these and say these hard, is that your average person who's getting his stats from Facebook and well, you just spent 300 bucks and you got fucking 70,000 impressions. How much money we spent? You know, and, and, and 400 clicks, all this shit. Yeah. They just look at those stats and go, oh, well, that was money well spent. But is it real? Well, yeah, That's yeah. Thing. Is it accurate? And what you're saying is that I know. the other who's stats to say, are better, a bit better. Who's to say yeah. that Facebook aren't fudging the figures? Yeah, well, there's... To make you to make you think you're getting value for money, yeah. when in actual fact you're probably not. Yeah. And I'm a very you're a very uh, earth is flat kind of guy. And I, I don't I just well, so I'm very um... <laughs> I, don't, I just don't trust these people because these are multi billion dollar companies who are scamming the world. But part just of because it is they just... say you got seventy thousand impressions doesn't mean you actually got that. No, absolutely. Uh, and part of it is you've got so you've got an ad server, which is essentially the uh, supply side, and then you got the uh, demand side, which would be Facebook. So the the there's a bunch of website or any website that has an ad on it uses a DSP or demand side platform, and then you've got ad servers, which is what you actually pay, which is the what the media company is giving money to. So you can get stats from these, or you can get stats from both sides, mm. and because they're sort of, um, they they should match, but they don't they don't always match. But you can use them as ways of checking against each other. Um, so it's not Facebook isn't just the only source of information about it. So you got to do a little bit with that. Engagement is a bit more black and white. Yeah, like with certain engagement, you oh, can always... I know, but how do you know those stats or what they say they are? This it's is my point. But you can, like, look at the post and see that there's 42 likes. But how do you know that's not fucking... Who's... How, how, how do you... 
You can like like impressions is the the one that always blows out. I, I know, but um, I'm just very skeptical. That's all. Yeah, no, and it should be because it's no, no, yeah, that's true. But I'm very also careful with how I spend money. Yeah, and understand. I'm, I'm very just, also just hanging the, behind with that. The world, beer. yeah, yeah, the world is a greedy place. So like, I know that Google makes fucking squillions of dollars. And, and 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 Facebook and Instagram—they will make so much money from advertising. Mm. How do know? You, how do you know you're getting your value for money? Not my money more. I mean, I don't really care. But I, I just—I think I just think if, I think it's all fucking bullshit. Even if you didn't get stats, at mm. least you would say you would want to see an increase. In <clears> you want to see results? I know. I know. And say like when we put an ad, say if we put an ad on, but this is my point. Like you put an ad on Facebook, say for Claim the Throne, and you spend hundred bucks a week, and you get extra fucking three hundred likes. You kind of think. Well, that's that's when you're gonna change. All this money more spending, but you got three hundred more likes. But is that 300 more people actually seeing your no, shit? Are they no. real people too, or are they robots? And, th- and that's where you have to change what you're actually doing a little bit, because that's a, I guess, an awareness campaign. But well, I know because 98 percent of people aren't going to be that aware. All yeah. they want to see, they spend 100 bucks for a week and they got 300 more likes and they'll be happy. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you're going to get any more. Yeah. But what you can also do is that. like conversion-based campaigns. So like. Um, that's when your click-through rate becomes important. If you've got a video, when the video completions, like if someone's watched, like if you if you use uh, completed video views as your uh, KPI. Um, Shit's so complicated. Yeah, yeah. But I guess the and you can also on the upside is when when it was like street press. And you would pay you three hundred dollars for a week of advertising and street press. Keeps. And you're like, well, okay, they print forty thousand copies of a magazine. How many people are actually picking up that magazine? Yeah, how do you know it? Twenty thousand people. Twenty thousand things probably went in the bin. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's at least we've got some kind of uh, sorry, scope. And sometimes we'll put up the post up with like saying buy at this t shirt at this store. And you get three likes. And you think that that's a fail, but we get one saying like that. Yeah, it's like it's like so we use the That's true, like for something like that though, you can if you get a result, you think, well I'm happy with that because we sold three shirts, but it only cost us ten. But you gotta gotta consider what your objective of your Digital campaign is is it if, it if it's a transaction then yeah. it's cost per conversion yeah, yeah exactly and if you're oh, getting yeah, it's, it's all different if you're getting five dollar cost cost per conversion you're fucking killing it yeah. if you want completed video views for your film clip yeah. exactly yeah then you probably and I'll give it to I'll give it to like Google AdWords and Facebook like they'll give yeah. you results of cabbage? like your keywords and what keywords oh, no, you're using are like, yielding your best results mm. I'm kind of what's that. You know, that, and that's the key factor is all the key words. Mm. And I, but I'm just, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just skeptical. Yes, no. well, the, thing with, like, um, uh, the thing with yeah. impressions Bamboo? as a metric Jesse. is what we say at work that? is... Um, and what's that? And what's that? And what's that? It's, it's that? like it's that? going to the bar and ordering a beer, <laughs> getting your beer, and that's success. That's what an impression is. Yeah, I know, but I mean, well, like, you're, you're, obviously salad. your clients want to see results. Oh, yeah, yeah. so what we, uh, what we try and encourage curry rice. is something more than that. So with nothing yes. in it. All right, we you want to go, you're going to go to the bar, you're going to get some oh, beers, yeah. but you're going to have a good night. That's, did you have Someone a good night is the mo- means of success. What what my, but my ultimate question is, you get, you get the results from Google, Facebook, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But who's monitoring them? 
But is there a company oh, monitoring yeah, him to actually legitimise those results? Are those yeah. results yeah, real or not? Because there's different things that... I don't believe it. I really don't. Because there's people chip? like doing ad fraud um, analysis and that's, oh, and that's quite a big thing. I just think... Oh, that's cute. Uh, <laughs> gimme, gimme. Well, like I said, I'm a skeptic, and no, no, I'm, these are be. multi-billion-dollar <laughs> you know, companies. Who I think are rotting the world. But you know, it's not even them. Do you, totally. know, you know what the biggest aliens are running? You know what the biggest fraud in the world is? Hang on, wait. Claim the throne. You're not in there at all. Uh, so. Get in there. No, you do it on a long, long angle, long, long, long. Yeah, switch it wide. Oh. <laughs> Actually, long. Actually, long. Who are you? Actually, long. Oh, that's much better. I'm uh, taking a photo. I'm taking a photo of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next photo. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, can I take a photo of that? Oh, I am. Oh. Hey, wait, wait. But yeah, Should we order my food? Yeah. Ad fraud is the biggest fraud in the world, monetarily. So we all that I think so. Yeah. No, no, it is. Because all you have to do is, like, you can set up a bunch of bots. Wait, wait. Yes, one, two, three. And yeah, victory. <laughs> good, good. Uh, now she's going to take a photo of us. <laughs> Speaking of digital, there is a lot of digital cocks in there. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, What's this? You. Oh, feed the chooks. Hey, feed uh, the chooks. She said yes. Oh. It doesn't move. It's broken. Broken. It's broken. It's broken. So have I looked wasted for the last six days? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't even know you the start of that. There's a reason why you call me Roy, I suppose. I do. I do. I do. I do. Oh. Bye. Victory. Yeah. Victory. Medal. Uh, may we have four beers? You're not good at negotiation. So what do you go in? Hey, terrific. What do you say? So what? What do you order? Please think for me. Can we get one of these guys? Aha. Okay. Sake. Salmon. Salmon. Yeah. サーモンのカルパッチョ。はい、ね、カマンベールチーズのポテトゲを作ると何枚にしましょう。枚数でいけるんですけど。あ、how じゃあ焼きそばたん単体にしますはい単体焼きそばああ、いらないこれはいいですねはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいは
Or is this, they, they give you the figures, they give you the figures so you fucking You just pay think more. they can cook the books. That's right. They but go, you've got all this... C- you know what, CV... sucking you in. It's CV sucking you in. says what their reach is, yes. like their yes. audience yes. of 1,000 audience members. Gogglebox. It's 1,000 people, 1,000 CVs, and that's how they derive... It's a document. Sorry, Roy. Please. Same thing when they say like you four hundred thousand viewers for yeah, the, like, the on, blog. Yeah, based on one thousand, and that's probably you're, you're someone lying. just oh, flicking no. the channels too. I bet. Uh, no, it's just like a, a, a population. Really? And a very... Is it filthy to put our chopsticks back in the bowl? Double dip. Um, and the most immediate goal is to not die in a car wreck as we're currently hurtling down the freeway. As fast as you Almost 150. Um, Mount Fuji to our left. About to go suck off some 7-Eleven food, probably. Yeah, for sure. Can I have nice looking um, bacon? Sort of thing. Yeah, roasted my spuds a bit. <laughs> hey, there was a full roasted spud there yesterday. Did you see that? I didn't see roast spud. I think it was possibly hours after we ate that karagi before. Oh, right. Thanks for getting through this podcast with us. It was pretty ratty. Uh, wraps up essentially what it's like to go on a tour with Claim of Throne. A lot of hanging out, a lot of eating, a lot of drinking, a lot of just enjoying each other's company. But yeah, pretty kick-ass tour. Probably wrap up uh, with Cabba next week. Just little bits and bobs about the tour itself and what it was like seeing Winter Sun a lot. And yeah, back to normality and ever closer to episode 100, which of course I'm excited for. So thanks for tuning in and talk to you next time. This is also a sing-along that's going to make you feel better. Well, I just got in from the local. I have to try the local brew. And I run into the local gossip and I learn a thing or two about you local yokels and what you get up to. And he read me your pedigrees and I'll read them back to you. He said the local chefs are poofed up, the local docks are drunk, the local priest likes little boys' bums and the local cops are cunt. I said the local cops. What did I say? The local cops are cunt. We can get that better than that. One, two, three, four. The local cops are cunt. 
a fucking dickhead. His wife's the local snob. The local bank manager's a fucking wanker and so's the local cop. The local sparky's a fucking cowboy. Local plumber's making a mint. Local undertaker's a fucking weirdo and the local lawyer's full of shit. And the local chefs are puffed up. The local docs are drunk. The local priest likes little boys' bums and the local cops are cunt. I said the local cops. What did I say? <laughs> the local butchers full of blowflies. Local dogs are full of fleas. Local barbers are fucking butcher. Local coons are fucking thieves. The local car yards are fucking rip-off. And so is the local show. And the local cops are dead set cunt, but I mentioned that a minute ago when I said The local chefs are pulled up, the local docs are drunk, the local priest likes little boys' bums, and the local cops are cunt. I said the local cops. What did I say?